0: welcome in to the phnx suns podcast brought to you by the DraftKings sportsbook app america's top rated sportsbook app don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us a five-star review i'm lindsay that's espo and that's gerald gentlemen how are you doing on this fine thursday afternoon I'm
1: good. I got a little sleep after a late game, and looking forward to another one tomorrow night.
0: So. Yeah,
2: I'm doing great. I didn't get any sleep, but it's Batman Day, so <laughs> we need
1: sleep. Well, that mine's tomorrow. So is uh, the
0: movie released today? Yeah. Yes. Okay. You guys are so excited, we are. like kids in a candy shop. Uh,
1: I, I can. I've got a T-shirt with the new Batman logo. I'm wearing tomorrow. Yeah. I bought the tickets super early. I'm going to IMAX. I'm showing up to work late. I told Saul two months ago. That I was showing up to work late, so uh, yeah, I'm I'm all in. All right. I
0: mean, Gerald got you beat though by like what sixteen hours I in wish a show. I,
1: well, I tried to go to the advanced screening like on Monday and couldn't get tickets. So you know, you got to do what you got to do. You guys are
0: committed.
2: I got my tickets two days ago. the theater right here at the, the AMC downtown. Mm-hmm. It's probably ever crowded. <laughs> oh, <I got> them. <laughs>
0: Okay, real quick, I'm just curious. What's your go-to snack at movie theaters? Do you buy your snacks there? Do you sneak them in? How do you approach this?
1: You got to buy it there. You got to support your theaters, all right? That's okay. that's what you got to do. And I go buy uh Sour Patch Kids.
0: Sour Patch Kids. You got to
1: go Sour Patch Kids unless they got the fancy uh, you know, sugar nut things that they that they have at the Harkins yes. theaters, then you got to do it.
2: Um not.
0: We're working on it. So until Gerald's well, um good.
2: Are we good? I
1: actually requested that that your mic wasn't turned oh, okay. on. So <laughs> he's uh, mad because that I'm seeing the yes, Batman exactly. before him. I, I did not want anything <laughs> ruined uh, since you get to see it before me. <laughs> um, I know you haven't seen it yet, but yeah. I still don't want it ruined. So
2: yeah. I mean mine's just kind of I'm basic, the buttery popcorn. I'm good with that. And then an icy. Those are my go-tos Ooh,
1: since what childhood. What kind of icy. Yeah.
2: Probably the Blue one.
1: Get out. It's Coke, and that's the only answer. It's Coke oh, I don't. And cherry
0: mix. Oh, yeah. oh I don't so like you the do Coke one. That's the correct answer.
1: Oh, I don't like the. I like the cherry, the cherry or the blue.
0: You could do blue and cherry mix. It's always mix, right. though. You oh, can't okay. just have a solo flavored icy.
1: Yeah. If you're going to go solo flavored, blue raspberry is a good call. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I still like the Coke better. That was that was rude. I'm still just angry that you didn't go. <laughs> I'm very major.
2: basic. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I'm fine with you being basic. There's no, no shame in your game.
0: Right. I still low key enjoy sneaking snacks into the movie theater because it's just like it's nostalgic from when we were kids you Mm -hmm. know what I mean like you everybody has a story as a kid of sneaking in Eminem's into the movie theater and feeling like you're going to get
3: caught and get in a lot
1: of trouble. I just feel guilty. That'd be like stealing a movie from Blockbuster like eight years ago because they're on the verge of dying, these theaters. The petty thrill of killing a business. To be fair. Slowly murdering AMC is exciting To be
0: fair, this was like maybe seven years ago at this point. I feel like I've seen maybe two movies in theater in the last seven years, so... It's I'm amazing we're all still friends,
2: person. isn't it? You're,
0: I don't it's like it's it's like she's from another planet
1: than us, Gerald. It <laughs> really is. Which is probably good for her. I mean, but
0: it's just I understand the idea behind it and I'm I'm all for it. It's just such a commitment for me. And it's hard to com- commit to, to like sit in a chair commitment.
2: and watch a movie?
0: Yeah, because you gotta go there. You gotta
1: show up somewhere at a specific time. You I do. think it's the commitment. You here. have to
0: be a, not even on time you have to be early in order mm. to get your snacks and settled in and all the things because i still always buy a drink of popcorn okay so i still always do that right, it's fine. more like the m&ms that i take in <laughs> on the side because paying six dollars for a thing of m&ms just hurts my soul no that's too much Paying six dollars for some popcorn okay deal i got you <laughs> um, back when i had no kids i would go see
1: well, as if I have multiple, I have one. <laughs> uh, back back when there was no child in my life, I would go to three movies in a weekend sometimes.
2: Yeah, I That's mean, impressive. I I before I got myself well not hitched but. Before I found somebody, I would go to the movies by myself, and that was Jared, my Sunday, need, and I do, would love that.
1: Do we need to be told something? Nope, Were we nope, not invited nope, somewhere? No, nope. everyone, right.
2: calm down.
0: I know to do a secret wedding and not <laughs> tell anybody. Everyone,
1: <laughs> pump the brakes. The, the girth <laughs> may be available at some point <laughs> well, still in the buyout market. So.
0: <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, I'm excited for you guys. Good luck with that whole movie thing. I hope uh, you enjoy it and are not let down at all.
1: I am. I'm excited because based on her, I haven't seen a movie in seven years. Mm. Uh, the snake dress should be uh, much. This is going to be
2: fascinating. I still watch them <laughs> I'm so excited. Home, but then oh, it allows okay. you the
0: opportunity to, like, <laughs> if you got to pause and go refill your snack bowl or something, you can do that. If you just need, like, To get up and move around to get the blood flowing again or whatever. It's just (laughs) it's just easier. Anyway. By
1: the way, if you do get hitched, does she have to take the girth name or is that? I (laughs) I
2: mean, till girth
1: do us part. (laughs) (laughs) Look at I love Gerald embracing it. All right. Proceed, Lindsay. All
0: right. We're gonna get into a little bit of Suns talk here. The Phoenix Suns had practice today after their game against the Trailblazers last night, which they won um, by a mile. Well, let's share some updates from today's practice. So, Gerald, you got to talk with Monty Williams. Um, I know he mentioned some things about campaign and Jay Crowder. Share your insight with us.
2: Yeah, I mean, just briefly, we had asked about campaign's return last night, obviously, because it was a big storyline. He comes back, he dishes a season-high eight assists, um, and he didn't shoot the ball well. I think it was two for eight, but it was clear how much having kind of more of a traditional ball handler and facilitator helped out, not that the point book lineups were bad, but Payne, um, the offense just looked more composed, and if you look at DeAndre Ayton's shot chart last night versus the first three games out of the break with Devin Booker running the point, he was getting a lot of his shots around the basket instead of that mid-range, which he's very effective in the mid-range, but when you can get DeAndre Ayton the ball around the basket, that's automatic pretty much 90% of the time. So that was a big thing, and I think one of the key things that Cam Payne talked about last night was you know, while you're out, you have a chance to take a step back and look at things from a different perspective. And in talking with Chris Paul, Chris Paul was saying, you don't have to go 100 miles per hour all the time. Like sometimes you can bring it down to 50. And I think that's kind of what we saw some of last night. And Monty agreed when we asked him about it in practice, he was saying, you know, it's one of those things where he is getting better at finding guys on what he calls the second side, Um, you know, driving paint to great. That's what they love to do in this offense. So. That's kind of what we saw from Campaign last night, and he did a really nice job of it, uh, despite being a little bit rusty, having not played in about a month. Um, So that was pretty promising. Any concerns with his shooting, or is it just that rust? You think? I think it's just the rust. You know, I mean, and Campaign is not having the best shooting season. We've talked about this before. His numbers were starting to, you know, uh, tick back to where they were last year before he got hurt. So it was unfortunate timing there. But if he can find a way to kind of pick up where he left off before he got hurt, that'd be huge. Cause he was mm-hmm. shooting the ball better over the last 10 or 15 games before that.
0: Right. And then Jay Crowder was also brought up.
2: Yeah. We, it was kind of like a Jay Crowder appreciation day just because of his defense. You know, one of the things that flew under the radar last night was I think he had five steals, which was either a season high or a career high. Um, and that's a guy who's been playing in the league for a really long time. Mm-hmm. So for him to be able to do that so quietly and just be such a key cog on this team, um, you know, and the, and the playmaking on top of that. You talk about how important it is for the Suns team to move the ball, share the ball um, with Devin Booker and Chris Paul out. Crowder, Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, they all, you know, distribute the ball really well. Um, and a lot of those guys were finding players on the second side. They were finding DA in the paint when they penetrated. It was just really good ball movement last night. So Jay Crowder is a big part of that and just the way he's been able to add a floater at this stage of his game he he said he's always had it in his bag but you know we're actually getting to see it now in year what like 9 or 10 of his career so pretty impressive what he's doing at this late stage because it is important for guys who have that athleticism to keep building on their games as they get older because you're not always going to be the fastest guy who can get to the rim and the way he's been able to build on his game has been huge for this team
1: i you bring up the steals i've been impressed since Chris Paul has went out, since they come back from the All Star break, how the the guys have actually stepped up. I mean, obviously Chris Paul having a fantastic year when it comes to steals, but mm-hmm. Devin had a, had a season high one game. You see Jay have it, uh, Michael and Cam uh, obviously step up on uh, on that side of the ball too. I've been very impressed with the team's ability to continue to play quality defense without, uh, in particular, Chris Paul so far.
2: Yeah, and that was a key area of concern for them after especially the last two games uh, where they gave up, I think, 117 to the Pelicans, 118 to the Jazz. Um, Their third-quarter defense was a big area of concern. We talked about that. Monty mentioned it multiple times. You know, They gave up 38 in one third-quarter, 42 in another. Um, Last night, it was only 20. So they really honed in on that. They were a lot better about not having what Monty called my bads, because they were Mm -hmm. saying, you know, the last two games there's been a lot of my bads, and we need to just cut that out. No matter who's on the floor, we're better than this defensively. They showed it against an admittedly depleted Blazers team, but the defense was still really good, especially the way that they honed in on Simons. He scored 11 points in the first like six or seven minutes of the first quarter. I don't think he scored the rest of the night. Like They did a really good job trapping, getting it out of his hands, and kind of, taking away the Blazers' one threat to make it an actual game.
1: Yeah, I feel like uh, you know when you look at it, it, it you got to call the Blazers uh, strategically lacking. I mean, that's mm-hmm. very much <laughs> yeah. they're attempting to do this, which we're familiar with here in the Valley. Yeah.
0: And then the last thing that Monty kind of mentioned today that we'll touch on is we've seen the Clicks pregame, <laughs> all the shenanigans that yes. this team likes to participate in, whether it's, you know, doing silly stuff in the hallway before coming out onto the court or whether it's being mid court singing into what looks like a broom and <laughs> yeah. dancing with each other. I think we actually have a clip of that that we can show you guys as well. Um, but all these fun kind of pregame shenanigans that, that kind of get these guys pumped up and enjoy that we get to enjoy on our side of things. But Gerald, I know you were interested to get Monty's thoughts on this whole situation How did he kind of respond to that question?
2: Yeah, I mean, like, look, we all see the the pregame shenanigans, and I post a lot of them myself, too, because their pregame stuff in the hallways when they're getting ready to come out for start or for warm-ups are hilarious, and they Mm -hmm. go on for, like, two to three minutes. And then you've got Mikhail and DA, like, dancing around, singing, and Campaign was back. And obviously anyone who's been to a Suns game watches Campaign dancing around all the time in pregame warm-ups. And it's hilarious. Like, these guys are putting on a show. <laughs> they're doing a performance right now, Mikhail's. This Cam. is, like,
0: better than halftime performances yeah, sometimes. <laughs> it is. And
2: it's hilarious because they're, they they love playing basketball. And there's just this joy that they have to be able to hang out with each other, dance around to these songs, and then go out and whoop a team's ass by 30 points. Like, mm-hmm. that's just who they are. Um, but I did ask Monty about it because – it had sort of come up as far as, you know, campaign, having that juice, that energy, um, and especially in pregame. So I asked him, like, is that unique, this joy that this team is playing with? Um, And he had some interesting thoughts, if if we could cue that one up.
3: Yeah, there's joy, and then there's goofiness. And we have to be careful of that. Um, And I want to choose my words wisely, but I I don't want anybody to mistake and that for our guys not being serious and working and I, I've seen some of that and I think it's something that is is good but it's got to be in its proper place um, and I, I've shared that with you know guys before like unfortunately when you show that kind of stuff you typically only show five six seconds of it but nobody shows the guys working and so you have to be careful on what you want displayed to the nation. And so, yeah, I don't I don't mind it, but I also feel like it has to be contextualized the right way because it can come off in a weird way at times. You know, we want our guys to have joy. We want them to be excited about coming to the gym, but I think whether it's social media, national media, media, sometimes we tend to focus on the things that really don't matter. You know, what really is important is what we do on the floor and how hard we work.
2: So I, I feel like Monty's kind of right on the money here because as much fun as it is and as much as I love to see these guys just, you know, vibing, I think that's what Mikhail just tweeted a few minutes ago, we're just vibing, that's mm-hmm. all. I, I also wonder how it looks to other teams who are coming in, like, you know, these guys are like dancing in pregame warm-ups on us before the game. I don't think it comes off as disrespectful in a way, but he, Monty's right about the nature of just kind of the media and what we do. And like that clip uh, that we played earlier kind of went viral this morning. And it's one of those things where you just see the clip. You don't see how hard they work. You don't see the work that they put on top of that. Like the reason that they're able to have this much fun together is because they're as good as they are and because they work as hard as they do. Um, so I think Monty's kind of right to shine a light on that more so than, you know, this and and not letting some, you know, 45 second clip sway your opinions and perspective on the team?
1: Well, if it if it sways anybody's opinion or perspective, they're not watching exactly. this team. It's one thing if they did this back in the dark days mm-hmm. where you had 10 wins right. in your first 62, right? Mm. Then it looks asinine. It even looks like then, you're just though, being idiots. Even
0: mm. then, though... If they were doing this consistently back then, yes. If Mm -hmm. they were occasionally having some, you got to find some way to find joy through the hard times too.
1: But then I would get that the narrative would be negative because, oh, look, these guys don't take their job seriously uh, and they're getting their asses kicked. If a team doesn't like it, do something about it on the court. And Mm -hmm. only 12 times has that happened this year. (laughs) So I don't really have a a problem with it. I understand the, oh, well, this goes viral, but the hard work doesn't. But that's just the way the internet works. You you
0: also have to consider like sports are a form of entertainment. People turn to them to find entertainment within their own lives and joy within their own lives. Those are the type of clips that are going to go viral because people who – are in the Phoenix area or slightly connected to the team, but maybe don't have the capacity to be all the way in, quote-unquote, diehard fans, they can still take joy out of those type of clips where they may not be able to take as much joy out of something like hard work, quote-unquote, because they may not understand it as well. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, and we hear people all the time say, we want to see these athletes be more human. Mm -hmm. right? We (laughs) want to have these natural moments. Well, that was a very... Human moment when mm-hmm. the, when campaign and McHale uh, dance or, or or having some fun. It's very human. We all can can understand that. We've all had moments of joy where we where we do that kind of thing, not with thousands of people watching right. us, <laughs> right? You know, but but there's a reason that TikTok dances go viral and stuff. Not TikTok. I'm working really hard on this essay or, you know, those kind of things. And that's not a knock on Monty. I understand Monty's mm-hmm. mindset. He's business. He's he's trying to make sure these guys stay focused. And we know Monty isn't against fun. Right. It's just he wants to make sure that, that that's still put in perspective. Well, yeah.
0: you're also walking a fine line because, like Gerald said, it, you can – Media perspective wise, somebody could take that clip and spin it in a completely different way than what it actually is in real life. To Mm. your point, if somebody isn't watching what the Suns do on a regular basis, they also could take that clip and spin it differently. I think it's more so on us as media and as fans to be able to highlight the hard work just as much as we're highlighting the fun, playful moments, which I do think... This fan base, Suns, Twitter, social media does a pretty good job of that.
1: Yeah, look, I mean, I get it. The national media hasn't shown respect uh, for this team. So it could be a narrative that goes sideways on them. But they've also become very good at uh, at not uh, caring what that national media has to say either. So, mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and, and that's kind of why I wanted to ask because I think how the conversation started was talking about Jay Crowder's floater and then it transitioned to, you know, their floaties celebration when anyone hits a floater. Um, and so then I asked him about the joy this team plays with, and that's when he brought up, you know, there's joy and then there's goofiness. You know, from Monty's perspective, he's all business, so he's going he's to gonna want to make sure that they're towing that line between having fun and staying focused. And I think that we've seen that all season from the Suns. So I just want to make sure, I don't want to, like, create any scarecrow oh, arguments, like, oh, this is what people are going to say. But if you do see people wind up like twisting this if the Suns have a bad stretch or if they come up short this year and people are like, well, that's why, you know, they weren't as focused as like, no, go to
0: battle with them on Twitter. That's That's the the one time I'll give you the pass to just (laughs) go go ham on somebody on social. (laughs) Let's
1: be clear. Monty is the Gerald and Lindsay. Of of the show, (laughs) wanting to make sure that there is some semblance of professionalism, and Saul and I are the uh, the guys dancing (laughs) with some random workout uh, equipment, and uh, you know, and we need both sides of things. Yes, you
0: can dance every other game. You can dance if you want to. Never mind.
2: Right, they're allowed to have fun. They're professional athletes, but. They should be enjoying the season that they're having because it's the best one the Suns have ever had. Yes. Yeah.
0: Howie said, work hard, play hard. This team is easy to root for. Yep. And there's still kids having fun, which is absolutely something you have to take into consideration. These mm-hmm. are like 23 to 27 year old guys. Like, yeah. this is their prime time in life to have that kind of goofiness and joyfulness <laughs> that mm-hmm. just. You don't think twice about it, you right.
1: know? That's the only time
2: we're no,
0: sh- you're supposed to your do pr- that
2: because, <laughs> just your because I'm uh, I'm
0: way out of that The
1: glass then, just
2: then. shattered and for and Espo. <laughs> no. It's
1: time, just, uh,
2: it's time for
1: me not to have any more fun. <laughs> no <laughs> more fun for you, I will Espo. be very serious and only report the news. Oh, no.
0: All right. And then the last thing that we'll talk about from practice is Aaron Holiday. You got to talk with him. Mm-hmm. I love Aaron Holiday. Mm -hmm. Like, just the way he talks, the things he says, I think he's got a good head on his shoulders. He
2: does, and he said some interesting things today because obviously, you know, he he didn't play for bad teams before. Like, the Wizards are a bad team, but the Pacers teams that he played on early in his career weren't terrible. Um, But he said this team that he's on, it's no contest as far as how unselfish this Suns team is, how they play together. How they move the ball. He's never experienced anything like it. He said it was that was kind of part of his adjustment process, as much as learning the new plays are learning new teammates was just being getting used to like being ready all the time because of the way that ball moves. So that was kind of cool. I mean, obviously we know this team passes the ball well. They share the ball and they play together. They have that we score mentality, but it's always nice to hear it from someone who's new to the situation and Mm -hmm. is getting acclimated. You know, he said it's been difficult learning the playbook, but a lot of what's made it so easy for him to fit in is just that cohesion and that togetherness that this son's team has. Um, And it was also kind of interesting because campaign, when we asked him about the way they shared the ball, he looked at the stat sheet. He was like, yeah, I think I did a good job. And he was like, Ooh, Aaron had nine assists. That's great. (laughs) Like, and so, We asked Aaron Holiday about that, and he goes, oh, I had four turnovers. I didn't feel like I had it going for me at all. He straight up was
0: like, that was a terrible game. Yeah. And I was was like, like, okay. I
2: was like, damn, dude. Like, I I I like the drive. Yeah, I do too. And I I feel like, you know, last night was kind of the last two games he's played in have kind of been a little bit of regression to the mean because those first couple games he was fantastic. Um but it's really cool that he's that um, critical of himself and that driven, and that's kind of what makes him such a good fit on this James Jones team. Mm-hmm. Well, he's
1: he's very much like his siblings too. That's a, a hallmark <laughs> of the family. So it doesn't come as a surprise that he uh, that he's that way and and that driven. It doesn't shock me at all. Yeah. So. yeah,
0: I really hope Aaron Holiday sticks around for a little bit to be able to learn more from Chris Paul. I think mm-hmm. he has the personality. To just be a complete sponge and soak it all in and apply it to his game, I think it'll be really interesting to see over the next couple of years if he remains underneath Chris Paul, how much he can grow and develop.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm sure Chris Paul's <laughs> in his ear constantly right now since he can't play. He's mm-hmm. probably in that let's teach mode. So mm-hmm. yeah,
0: absolutely. All right, anything else from practice you want to mention, Gerald?
2: No, I don't think so. That was pretty. We only got Monty and Aaron Holiday today at practice, so it was a little bit more. Uh, straightforward.
1: There was a question in the Discord that I want to ask. Sure. Uh, because there was some footage of Dario working out yes. today. Yes. Mm-hmm. If he is healthy at any point, can he come back even though that they got that dispensation for him being injured?
2: Yeah, the DPE, I he should be allowed to come back further on down the line if he does return, but I wouldn't... I don't want to hold my breath on that because yeah. as much as it's good to see him back on the court getting up shots again... Um, you know, he did tear his ACL in July so like
0: didn't James Jones also come out publicly aff- and rule him out he for effectively the year? ruled
2: him out
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah I just that was a question I want to make sure we got yeah. it. if on the very off chance he could play okay. right
2: so I, yeah and I you know I would love to see Dara back out there but just from a like logistical basketball perspective if he did return it'd probably he'd be back for the finals and I don't know that you throw a guy. Like that in the final, unless you know Giannis Abdel- is fouling Abdel- out everybody.
1: Did like, you not remember well, that last play? But off? that was even that though was
2: conference <laughs> finals. Like this is finals, finals. I don't know. That's, I
1: love Bring Dario. But. In case of emergency, all right,
0: yeah, sure. <laughs> so technically, to put a bow on it. Technically, yes, he could, but very unlikely that he will. I'd be
2: shocked if he plays a minute for the Suns this season, as much as it hurts me to say.
0: Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break because I'm going to tell you about the latest offer from the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So when Covington and Masvidal step into the octagon this Saturday at UFC 272, DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC, has a knockout offer for new customers. So bet just $1 on the main event And get $100 in free bets no matter what. First round knockout, you get paid. Majority draw, you get paid. Double knockout resulting in a no contest ruling. Yep, you get $100 in free bets. Literally no matter what the outcome is. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So run, hurry, go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Make sure you use the promo code PHNX and then bet just $1 on the UFC 272 main event and you'll get, you're will get you going to get $100 in free bets no matter what happens in the fight. Again, that's code PHNX. Uh, just a reminder, that is 21 and older only, Arizona only, gambling problem called 1-800-NEXT-STEP, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit, Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. All right, gentlemen. Second topic well, of the day. Oh pick, yeah, you're right. We do have a pick, pick of, of the, the week. week. You want
1: crazy or you want uh, realistic? Both. Both. Oh, we're gonna have I'm a gonna double pick. Of the week. Oh no. <laughs> well then, the first one is Detroit Mercy tonight to beat Northern Kentucky by twenty <laughs> by twenty-one or more. Okay. okay. You get plus twenty-eight hundred odds. I have no reason to know why they do it, but I like the odds. <laughs> okay. So I'm taking that. And then this one is actually a little research. DeMar DeRozan uh, is, you can bet on him at plus 300 to score 30, basically 34.5. So if he scores 35, mm. you're going to win. And over the last nine games, he's averaged 35.6 points per game and scored 37 last week against Atlanta who they're playing tonight. So I like him to, to score 35 or more. Okay.
0: All right. So there's your pick. Well, there you have it. Two <laughs> Draft Kings pick of the week. And if you trust me, you're crazier
1: than <laughs> I am.
0: So. All right. So before we move on to our next topic, let's do um, some questions from the chat, mainly sure. just one. Mm-hmm. We talked about Dario, but now the question is, what about Frank?
2: Yes. Uh, so Frank, I would guess, and this is – Not official, but I would guess probably a couple weeks away. It seems like he's ramping back up. Maybe not. He's not a full participant in practice. All that we've seen is him shooting after practices. But like the other night, I think was the first time that for pregame warmups well before the game, he was shooting around out there getting shots up Uh, the other day in practice. He was shooting with the bigs um, in just kind of, you know, easy shooting drills. I would guess he's probably a couple weeks away. It'll Define a couple
0: be, weeks. What does that mean to you?
2: Uh, I don't know. Probably three to four, maybe. Okay. I would. That's my guess. And and we at the lemonade stand, he was there for a little bit talking to me and Kellen, um, and that was the phrase that he used. A couple weeks. So. Okay. That's what I'm guessing. That's not anything official or anything from the so team. So
0: you're telling <laughs> me there's a chance for another Frank Kaminsky 30-point game?
2: Do we still have life, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> for Espo to God not I only shave him. his beard but get a Frank the Tank tattoo. Let's
1: go. <laughs> he's going to play in that final game where they rest everybody, and he's going to do and an, he's Alec, gonna, yep. an Alec Peters. Or, or,
2: yeah, uh, Alec uh, Peters or Jamal 39, Crawford. 39 or,
1: points. Uh, okay. <laughs> we You're still have to lose hope. it well, on the show. By the way, the lemonade stand sounds like a euphemism. When uh, I, We talked to Frank <laughs> at the lemonade stand. Oh, really? <laughs> it's
2: All like right. a money laundering front. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> All right. So there's your update on Dario and Frank. Our next topic, we're going to ask the question,
2: mm-hmm.
0: is last night's performance sustainable without Devin Booker and Chris Paul?
1: Yes, on Friday against the Knicks. No against the Bucks and the Bulls. I'm okay. just going to be <laughs> – I hate to rain on everybody's parade – but you're not going to have a 120 point, 30 point win against the Bucks in Milwaukee with this group. I love this group. Uh, they'll play hard. Uh, last night, or what is it? Wednesday night was the uh, the best you're gonna see out of that group. That was peak what that group can do. Uh, and I, I think they can. I think they can stay 500 or slightly better without Booker, but they're not running the table without him.
2: Yeah, I don't know if it's sustainable, you know, in terms of a 30-point win, 32 assists on 40 made field goals. Like, this team can clearly distribute the ball, they can share the ball, and that's going to be key for them While as long as Booker is out on top of Chris Paul. Um, But, you know, like he said, Knicks are coming up. That's not a good opponent this year. Mm -hmm. Um, Bucks on Sunday, that one will be... Challenging, especially because it's an earlier game. It's a day game. Um, but I, I do think that they, I think they're a, an above 500 team. And I think last night was a good reminder that, like, hey, they haven't had any practice time coming out of the All Star break. They played three games in four nights and basically three and a half because one of them was a matinee game and they had a back to back. They were one of three teams that had a back to back to start coming out of the All Star break. And it doesn't sound like much, but when you take a week off from playing basketball at the level that these guys do, that makes a difference in terms of conditioning, game readiness, all of that. Um, so last night they were clearly more prepared, even against a very bad team. I think they have, they have, they practice today and then they have tomorrow against another bad team. And then they have Saturday in between the Bucks game. So they have a lot more time to prepare. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be better suited in some of these positions for as long as Booker is out. But Hopefully, that's not too long to where it's something we have to worry about them being able to sustain it. You'll be out in Milwaukee, right? I will. So, I will be out in Milwaukee yeah, and Orlando yeah. and Miami. Uh, so, look, uh, first off, go to the safe
1: house when you're in Milwaukee. The not, safe house. Okay. If you like spy stuff, it's a it's a fun restaurant to go okay. to. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's neither so here random. nor there. I, I went to school in Milwaukee. Okay, I, know okay, the, okay. I know the place. And I know Gerald, what he likes. So, I think he yeah. will find that place entertaining. <laughs> Uh, so, anyways, but uh, look, I, I think they're fine against the Knicks. They're fine against Orlando. Obviously, Milwaukee, Chicago, difficult. I think they'd take one of those games, though, mm-hmm. without okay. Devin Booker. I think they. I think this group I think is they scrappy can do it enough too. Yeah. Uh, with campaign back. Uh, I think there's an opportunity here. And I think we get the Landry Shamick game that we've been hoping for uh, out of this. I felt like he showed a little bit more confidence Last night, we're so close. Ball handling, (laughs) hit a few shots, the dam will burst uh, sometime before Devin Booker's back.
0: We talked about this on the post-game show last night, but Gerald, I want to get your opinion. Like, I'm of the belief that in this kind of interim period where Devin and Chris Paul are out, I think Landry Shamit should just shoot the hell out of the ball Mm -hmm. to get himself out of his slump, to find his rhythm, to get that confidence back, because... I feel like majority of it is mental. Mm-hmm. And once he, like you said, once that dam breaks and he gets that confidence level and the mental kind of struggle goes out the window, I think it's going to be a completely different situation for him. Yeah.
2: I have a hard time envisioning him shooting 34% from three and like 37% from the field for an entire season. I really do. He's never been good from inside the arc if you look at his career numbers, but the guy's a 39 percent career three-point shooter like it has to happen at some point it just doesn't make sense so yes you're right i think this is the perfect time to you know obviously we've talked about this team needing to experiment put guys in different roles let landry Shamit's role be shoot 10 to 15 times a game and i know that that sounds fucking crazy (laughs) but like you now is the time because you need to know if you are ever going to break that dam and be able to rely on him in five, 10 minutes off the bench in the playoffs, or if this is a guy you're going to have to work your playoff rotation around. Because right now, Landry Sham in a playoff series is not a guy you want out there. Even defensively, he tries hard defensively, but he's going to be the guy that other teams target. So you need him to be able to supply something on offense, some force spacing of some sort. And if he can't get over that hump and get in a groove heading into the playoffs now, he's probably not going to. So what you're saying is he's going to shoot 50% of <laughs> 20
1: games to I make really up hope for how so. poorly
2: he shot earlier. I really hope so because <laughs> it's been Murphy's law. Everything that can go wrong yes. will go wrong all season. Like at some point, the law of averages has to come back into yeah. play. And like we talked, it's pretty obvious it's weighing
1: on him mm-hmm. uh, as well because because of that. So it's not lost on him either. So, right. You know. Absolutely.
0: All right, anything else on this subject?
1: No, I think it's time for
0: some fun. Okay, well, before we do that, (laughs) um, I just want to let everybody listening know that children five and older are eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine. So the vaccine is the best tool we have to reduce the chances of getting sick with COVID-19. The COVID-19 vaccine can reduce the risk of being hospitalized or dying from the disease. Safe, free, and highly effective COVID-19 vaccines are available throughout Arizona. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location near you. We joked about it earlier this week that COVID does seem like it's it's slowing down, but it's not gone. No. We obviously are very aware of that right now with Devin Booker and health and safety protocols. Mm-hmm. Like we mentioned the other day, make sure you keep washing your hands. Don't just get your fingers wet. <laughs> Wear a mask whenever Wash you're in highly, your highly damn populated hands, places.
2: People. Not the fingies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Gerald, I knew. I wish I would have saved it for when Gerald was here because I knew he would have gotten a kick out of that. I just got um, angry.
2: you man. Like, just wash It
1: was your hands funny, though.
0: Cool. It was really good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wash it's your fantastic. hands. Cough into your elbow. You know, do the things we teach a bunch of five-year-olds to do.
0: <laughs> All right. So here's the fun part of today's oh, show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not that the other parts aren't fun, but this one's going to go off the rails, I'm sure. I'm sure. We're going to do does. a snake draft of our favorite superheroes in a movie. Mm-hmm. So within this draft, we're taking into consideration the character, the performance of the actor, the storyline, all the above. Yes. So it's not just one singular, like, I really like that character. I really like the superhero. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a all-encompassing type of thing. No,
1: and if somebody takes one Spider-Man... You can take another Spider Man. That's mm-hmm. that's how this works. Mm-hmm. It's based on actor and/or actress. Uh, that's yes. uh, the, portray-
2: the portrayal a- of it. The actor, how much they embody the role, the movie that it's yeah. in, all of these factors are being taken into account here. Yes.
0: All right. So now that you guys get where we're coming from, <laughs> we're going to rock, paper, scissors for our draft well, order.
1: All right. But. But the person who wins gets to choose the draft order. Ooh, we're going to make, but, oh, that's what we're so. going to do.
0: But I don't know which one's, I don't know what what's best in a what? draft order. I already to got be my, with you. I'm
1: hoping I win this because I already got my strategy. I already got down. your. Yeah. Okay. Ready?
0: So we're doing rock, paper, scissors, shoot.
1: Okay. 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 One,
0: two, three. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Damn. Oh, you got know,
1: walloped. And right? then it's you, you and me. <laughs> Girl, okay.
0: Ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. No. Nice. Oh, dang <laughs> it, right. one.
1: Gerald's going first. Lindsay's oh, going second. Would. I'm going third. All right.
0: Wow. What? I feel like you just set me up for failure. I set you
1: both up for failure.
2: So you're That's... going third? Is oh, that what?
1: I'm going third. Oh, so, I get, so
2: you get back I get to back, the back picks? Back to back picks. Oh, man. Look at this guy. <laughs> yeah. I, hate, I always hate when we do these drafts because I always wind up going first and then everybody <laughs> judges me for my first pick every time.
1: No pressure, Gerald.
2: <sighs> All right. I'm going to go with. See this. I wanted. I'm gonna have a Batman at some point, but I feel like there have been so many portrayals of Batman that one doesn't really stand out significantly above the rest.
1: You're getting Val Kilmer. That's all. That's oh, you know. Stop it.
2: <laughs> you stop it. I don't want. <laughs> Do you not nip, like him? Nip a Batman. No, no, that's George um, <laughs> Clooney. If you want <laughs> oh, nipple well, Batman, yeah, that's, that's right? right. That was George. <laughs> um I'm gonna go Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man with the number one pick. I feel like they are synonymous now, and seeing anybody play Iron Man would just be weird. Anybody different other than Robert. So I could give you that. I'm going to go Iron Man with my number one pick. All right. So, Lindsay, you you are up with pick number two.
0: Okay, here's the deal. This is y'all's game, right? <laughs> I already know mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm coming into this one with a severe disadvantage.
1: Yep. Yeah, that, you, <laughs> so, you don't have home court advantage here. No.
0: So what I'm going to do, and none of you are allowed to steal any of this thought process or my strategy here i'm putting this out there okay, okay. i'm gonna go the anti-hero hero okay. route uh-huh. villains who are quote-unquote villains but they're actually heroes in my book go ahead. Okay. if
1: you want to lose that's right fine. well <laughs> i i had
0: to co- i was gonna lose one way or the other at least this we're gives we're me a potential to aware. maybe right. come Have through
1: explaining this to social media good <laughs> luck
0: I know. Social media needs to... It should be a requirement. You (laughs) cannot chime in unless you listen to my explanation. (laughs) So with my first pick, I'm going to do Michael B. Jordan in Black Panther as Killmonger. Okay. Okay. That's my first
1: pick. God, you guys just literally making this so easy. My third pick is going to be Michael Keaton as Batman. The man who started it all and and will be back as Batman this year as well. And then my sec or my first pick in the second round is going to be You guys ready for this? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you are. Drum What's roll, going? please. I'm worried. It's gonna be Deadpool. I Son of a oh, that's bitch. That's a good Esco. one. That's
0: a good <laughs> one. I didn't even think about Deadpool. Of a bitch. I absolutely, he
1: was number two on my board.
2: <laughs> yep. I'm so
1: See, upset that's why right I, now. That's why I did. I already won. I just got the two uh, best that you could have. I okay. Mean, right. You could pick Ryan Reynolds in his other superhero role if you <laughs> want. Go for no. it. But, but, no. Michael Keaton. <laughs> i so mad right and, now. and Ryan Reynolds. There you go.
0: Okay, so now it's my turn again. Uh, I'm distraught. Yes. Alright, I'm taking Thanos. Surprise. I feel like he gets a bad rap, but he's just See, trying to save Lynch as much of the universe as he can.
2: Villains right she, now.
0: She just Thanos somebody... is misunderstood, uh, okay? He has some... a good okay. reasoning behind she his chaos half of to save the other half.
2: Oh my God. We need to get you one of those Thanos was right mugs. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> of course, Linji would pick, would wait, pick I feel the baby like, who killed half the I feel, the feel world like I should... Do... No, wait, hold on. Else. I'm going to pick Thanos for my third pick. Hold on, because we got to swap this because I also got to think about how this looks like oh on my, social media on, no 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 you already picked thanos oh Espo, my you already picked thanos i'm the boss i make the rules You're the boss. or i will thanos uh, you out of here oh my god do we want to play whose titles higher here i don't think you it do. doesn't it's not that's okay. not how it works okay, that's okay. literally not how it works okay wait i'm gonna pick thanos <sighs> third god. so don't worry for my second we're not pick, taking him i know so for my second pick i'm gonna do Walking phoenix joker Hashtag, um, eat the rich. Eat the rich. <laughs> Hashtag eat the
2: rich. We need to find a way to squeeze that onto the the wow. graphic that we make. Wow, did, did, they, did, you, put it on did you watch the movie?
0: I feel like he star- Ant, He's got okay, a good eat story. Eat the rich or, s- or
2: kill the rich. There's a difference between anti-hero and straight up the worst villains of all time. But didn't
0: he? Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe this isn't a good idea. I don't know, you guys. I'm trying my what a best bold. here. Wow. Isn't he also wow. very misunderstood and also is against like these corporations like and that. these systems that are set up against the average everyday would, people? Would you see you see the which movie Joker are you taking? Yeah, I thought are so. Are you taking the Joker Walking Phoenix <laughs> or are you taking Heath Ledger's Joker? Which one is a an better anti hero? Heath Ledger. Okay, fine. <laughs> well, the, not, other one, well, the other one's. Well, are, well, I'm. No, so. Look, she's. Shane, I I clearly show, need but,
1: help. I mean, you can't. <laughs>
2: She took Killmonger as her number one pick. I mean,
1: yeah. Just, okay. He, <laughs> just pick a hero. He had a good, good idea. So we can forget.
0: Okay, that. wait, wait, wait. So we're going with Heath Ledger. You guys think that's a yes, better I one? Yes, I think
1: that's your better choice okay, here. Okay, Heath yeah. Ledger.
0: Through the socials, okay, not okay. in
2: terms of who's a better anti-hero. because I feel like <laughs> Joaquin's Joker was more of an antihero, but both of them are deranged people oh, who no. killed innocents. Now I
0: don't know which one to pick. You just stay with just Heath. Stay with Let's Heath. go to two. Stay with Let's go to two
1: heroes
2: before my brain explodes. I am flabbergasted right now. Um, <laughs> I, I was already upset by Deadpool being gone, and now you lay this shit on me. <laughs> Hashtag do.
1: eat the ri- is Hannibal
0: Lecter her final pick?
1: <laughs> is that
0: where we're going last week? That was a great show. That was a great show. Oh right? my
2: god. Okay. okay who's um, next? The next is is one that has been lost to time, unfortunately, but is as. Much the embodiment of the character as anyone, yeah. Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. That's my cool. next pick.
1: He actually should have gone earlier, probably. He honest. probably
2: should have, but it's been a while since he's been well, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Okay. And we that's
1: have somebody that's not actually participating in the hero <laughs> portion, so
2: so it's, it's throwing the whole thing off. Any okay, so who's she's your? She's out here like the Zodiac <laughs> killer. Who's your next? Yeah. Uh, um. Good lord, my next one. I'm gonna go with uh. Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther. Maybe <laughs> that's a little high, but I'm worried that the people on my board are going to get taken by you after the Deadpool thing. I'm, I think that's, I'm I think that's a am bitter. So I'm going to go. will go Chadwick as Black Panther for my third. <laughs> it's my pick.
0: turn again.
1: Yeah,
2: we are. Lord in, help <laughs> us! It is Sanos.
1: Half the universe is gone. All right. So to my two picks then. Uh, Patrick Stewart as uh, Doctor Xavier. It's a good one. It's another one that is just synonymous with the character. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I I know that. There was a, a different version of it, but when you think that character, yeah, it really is Patrick Stewart there. And then I'm going to go with uh, Chris Pratt as Star Lord
2: for your final pick.
1: For my, well, or yeah, wait, is that your final? More. No, that's four. Oh, okay, yeah, that's you're right. Four. So Star Lord right. makes my uh, okay makes my uh, cut here.
0: Okay. All right, I'm going to come back. Okay. I'm going to go Magneto. Okay, that, okay, that's, he's that's, just that, trying to save okay. his Better. people. I get it. That's fair, Magneto. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm gonna die laughing when this graphic gets posted. Uh. Uh, at See, this you should have just leaned into it and just picked all the uh, worst people.
0: I should have. Uh. I was at least trying to make some sort of an argument. Some of them you really can. Yeah. Like a, you can understand it. If you really sit with your thoughts, you can understand. If you it. really sit on
2: them, so they get <laughs> out the air. chat.
1: Hold on. Shot in the chat is good. Al Pacino is Satan in The Devil's
0: Advocate, <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay. So, I'm seeing
2: Sauron and Voldemort. my and- <laughs> <laughs> Flavio, yes.
0: I don't know who Sauron right, is, I'll be honest. Just Lord of the Rings, the,
2: the main bad guy from oh, Lord of the Rings. Oh,
0: okay, okay, okay. <laughs>
2: oh, my God. Okay. Um. Uh, I feel like all I all need that- a Zenith Batman. Phoenix
1: says that Star-Lord is
2: an automatic L for me. So...
1: What's what what? I don't
2: wrong? I don't think it's an L. Did I do think it's high. Did he get And I
1: was unaware of it. Like,
2: not canceled, but he's the
1: character, not no, the no, actor. no, no okay.
2: character, no. Okay. Um Fine. I thought it was a little high. I I, I like Star Lord. I like Chris Pratt as <laughs> Star Lord, but um, <laughs> I'm gonna go. Ooh, this is tough because I feel like I need a Batman in there, but <laughs> you guys are leaving some some really good stuff on the board. I'm gonna go Chris Hemsworth as Thor. For number four.
0: Well, yeah, because you else? thought I was going to take the series. That's not sorry. even
1: a top 15. Ha, he's like, that's not a top 15. He is Thor.
2: Like, yeah. no, oh, that, I, no. I disagree. Nope, nope. Like, no. Thor Ragnarok is probably still the no. funniest MCU movie that there is. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, Anyways. I don't know. Is it
0: my turn? No,
2: I got one more pick. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I'm torn. I'm torn on this one.
0: Ramon um, said, no Spider-Mans yet? Hey, don't throw the. Don't throw things out. I'm not trying to help you. I'm not trying to help you. But you're helping him over here because
2: because there is no like consensus on who the best Batman is, and because honestly, let's be honest. To this point, most Batman movies have been about the villains, not actual Batman. I already got the one true Batman. I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap up my draft with Tom Holland as Spider Man for number five.
1: I like that. I can give you that. What random villain are we going with, Lindsay? Okay,
0: I have two, and I'll let you guys vote on them. You can wait, have no, both wait. of them.
2: I I have a sixth pick <laughs> if you want to save sure. it. Can we do six? We can go six? Can we go six? Okay, yeah. fine. We'll right. go six. All right, we'll go six.
0: Then I'm going to take uh Poison Ivy Uma Thurman. Because she's just That's trying good... to repopulate okay. the world with some plants and keep us See, alive. I would have given you that one much sooner. Your plant. <laughs>
2: As an actual anti hero, I might have given you that one a little bit.
0: Okay, sooner. well then maybe I'll go back and readjust where I selected <laughs> Lind- these to help me out a little bit.
1: Well progressively terrifying worse me to right Thanos now. at
2: the end.
0: Lindsay
1: <laughs> Lindsay's just justifying a bunch of horrible things. So I get two, we're going Yeah, six. you get you
2: get two.
0: We're going six. Okay.
1: Christopher Reeve, original Superman. Okay. That is the man that started this whole genre mm. and uh, and deserves his due in this list. Okay. Now this is where it gets difficult. For me, yes. Mm. There's two that I'm thinking of. You took a Spider-Man already. I took a Spider-Man, so I don't foresee you taking
2: another Spider-Man. Another Spider-Man. Watch me. Just no, I won't. <laughs> Watch I won't. Me. I'll prove you wrong. I will take Toby. No, I won't. No, <laughs> <I'm> that's
1: <good. laughs> I'm. I'm between. Yeah, screw it. I'm going with my heart. I'm going Christian Bale Batman. I'm going double Batman. Oh, you took my Batman. Roster.
2: All right. That's a good pick to close out the roster.
0: Okay, Late. my turn? Yeah, your turn. All right. I'm going to go Peacemaker, John Cena. Oh, wow. Okay. Because okay. he's like willing to call. kill whoever, whoever he needs to in the name of peace. <laughs> And I think that's hilarious.
1: And one of the greatest opening sequences in a movie (laughs) slash show ever with him dancing uh, and with the eagle. I mean, it's it's funny.
0: It's funny. I'll give you that. That,
1: That's the only pick on Lindsay's list I approve of.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's been that kind of day. Um, All right. So this isn't my pick. Shout out Chris Evans, Captain America. Um, Halle Berry as Storm. I can't forget Halle Berry. Woman.
1: I was going to be like, what? No, no. Can't. <laughs> you I can't and I are going to have No, words. we can't.
2: Um, this one is an off the wall pick, and I don't know. I think he's technically a superhero, but I'm going to go with Hugo Weaving as V in V for Vendetta. That's almost a Lindsay list there, but I'll uh,
1: He's an anti-hero, but he
2: is a superhero.
0: Okay, that's a little off the board, but I'll and give And that it to is, you. V for okay.
2: Vendetta is my favorite movie of all time. Okay.
0: That's a good one.
2: It's a really good movie. I didn't
0: think about that or else I probably would have selected that one. I, I stole
2: from your board, Lindsay. <laughs>
0: yeah, you had, the same, you had the same idea, but different. I
2: literally just same asked for another pick so I could put that off the wall pick in there for okay. some spice.
0: I still think I'm going to win this one
2: don't you want me to
0: round it out
1: in what freaking world are (laughs) you gonna win in my delusional mind (laughs) (laughs) i can justify it i finished last which really means i won
2: because
0: Because that's what i was
2: going for it's
0: opposite the assignment
2: was pick (laughs) (laughs) the best or your favorite actors in a superhero role and she went with josh brolin as thanos the guy who snapped his fingers and killed half the world it's incredible. I
1: I want to see Lindsay's <laughs> version of the The reason behind movie. it was pure. Could you imagine in Lindsay's version of this movie the Avengers are the bad guys, yep. right? And Thanos is the good guy trying to save the world uh, and and sacrificing his daughter <laughs> as part of it. Wow, this is this is unique. I feel like we have just gone way into the psychosis of Lindsay oh, deep
2: man. here.
0: See no it's crazy. not someone's well, saying it's, no, no someone saying it's no judgment. Just, just,
2: See, someone's judging me in the chat for saying that V is like Zorro. Zorro didn't have superpowers. He just had Antonio Banderas and a sword a mask. and a mask. <laughs> yeah. It's not
1: well, superpowers. to be
0: fair, Batman doesn't either. Well, that's he's true. He's just a rich but, guy. But
1: no, billions a bunch of toys. dollars is a superpower, as we've learned. So. Yeah.
0: Is Batman really a hero? Yes. yes. <laughs> Hold on! No, <laughs> he you play. I'm just <laughs> playing. I'm just. I will playing. flip this table, and we're
2: gonna have words.
0: <laughs> I'm just messing with you guys. Batman. Is I will stupid.
2: say though, based on what we're hearing, I wonder if Robert Pattinson will make this list for any of us, because I hear I've that heard. he's very good in this movie. You guys want me to? Yeah. Say all of them. Yeah. yeah give us good. a recap. All right, let's run. These it will be posted on Twitter for you guys to roast Lindsay. But
0: <laughs> no vote for Lindsay. Here
2: is the final. Here is the final <laughs> vote. It's Gerald with Robert Downey Jr.'s. Iron Man, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther, Chris Hemsworth as Thor, Tom Holland as Spider-Man, Hugo Weaving for V for Vendetta, Lindsay has Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger, Heath Ledger as Joker, Josh Brolin as Thanos, Magneto, Uma Thurman as, uh, as Poison Ivy, John Cena as Peacemaker, and Espo has Michael Keaton Batman, Deadpool, Patrick Stewart as Mister. Xavier, Chris Pratt as Star Lord, Christopher Reeve as Superman, and Christian Bale as Batman. I'm gonna win. I feel like I'm going to run away with the social media
1: vote. I I feel like it's going to be closer than you think between us and Lindsay's going to have 0.5% of the vote. Because she's going to vote for herself and nobody else is going
0: to I'm going to make a million burner Twitter accounts uh, just to win we this to, so that i can rub it in your face she's
1: gonna, she's gonna hire a bunch of bots she's gonna be like you yeah, <laughs> i'll pay that 50 bucks to get like thousands of votes on this totally we need
2: to make those shirts like the napoleon dynamite shirts like the vote for pedro but except Lindsay, <laughs> vote for Lindsay.
1: <laughs> vote for anti-heroes a metal mic hashtag roast uh, Lindsay. yes
0: it's gonna be so great you know what at oh, this man. point i feel like I feel like with the way that these drafts have gone recently, I just have to lean really far in, too.
2: You've leaned like, all just, the way. You fell over. I'm just
1: going <laughs> hard. Lindsay is the Portland Trailblazers of, <laughs> of this draft. She just went, I'm tanking. Maybe I'll get the number one pick next time. <laughs> hashtag Ramon. Hashtag Thanos was right. <laughs> oh, man gonna get you that mug. I'm for just Christmas. saying, if you
0: vote for me, and I, you ever, we ever find ourselves in a situation where I'm like Thanos, I will make sure you are on Whoa. the saving oh side. God. He didn't. I'm pick. just saying. He was
1: random. Lindsay's even going worse. She's. Like, I will personally select the 50 percent of the universe that will oh, live, man. and these two jabronis <laughs> next to me are You're making out. the list. You're out. <laughs> I, I told you that you would make. Uh, you were my pick for. Uh, for PHNX <laughs> Hunger Games, and this is why because this thinking scares the crap that out of me. Mike
0: is the MLB of the Wow! <laughs> <laughs> oh no, uh,
2: barely even showed up.
0: This is gonna be well to be fair, you guys. Like, you know, I don't know this space as yeah, well as you. I was set fair. up for failure from the beginning. That's
2: fair. You had a strategy, you researched.
0: You came up with this idea like an hour ago. So that is not true. I sent he did the post list it last night. Last night at, at 1 one a.m. in the morning. We left here at midnight Do and you threw it I'm out. you think I'm going to stay up at 1 a.m. to research superheroes, Espo? Yes,
1: you should have because
0: your no strategy chance. is
1: not with you anything. And KoJJM no in the chat is completely wrong. He says, I kept it too simple to win. Sometimes I... simple is the way to go.
2: I'm just... When peacemaker is your best pick in a draft,
0: sometimes yeah. chaos is the way to go.
2: Oh my God, she is the Joker. I mean, yeah, I mean, at least she got Heath Ledger's Joker. At, at Maybe a that'll get
1: anarchy into, into the equations.
0: We're just all here to have a yeah. little fun, Lindsay. All.
2: all you had to do was pick superheroes. That's what the chance.
0: <laughs> well, listen, that was too much. That was too hard. I didn't want to. I didn't want to participate based on the rules. See
2: the way you spun it, I thought you were going to pick you were going anti heroes. so I'm thinking like okay maybe like a V for V for Vendetta or I feel like, like
0: there's a lot of people on my list who genuinely like probably Deadpool, deep down have
2: Heisenberg Heisenberg
0: no. I, that, I his mean, superpower is science and, uh, and ruthlessness say we're not a they're like the villains that you low-key feel a little bit of empathy for I,
2: no, you're, no. I mean, <laughs> look, okay so I will say in your defense I will say they did a magnificent job in those movies of making Thanos a more complex villain. Uh, also,
0: to be fair, I never watched the last movie of oh that my series, god. so what I the don't fuck know exactly even how it <laughs> Do you know what his endgame was? Literally, Smile. because you didn't watch Endgame. I was
2: t- trying to throw you a, a branch, a rope, <laughs> something. <laughs> oh my throw god! Throw you a raft, because you're drowning <laughs> oh. over here.
0: <laughs> Sean, I don't know who Loki is. That's the problem. Oh, I Loki haven't seen that. Loki would have been great.
2: Though. Loki would have been... Yeah, we could have worked I with Loki. Yeah. Loki. I don't know who
0: Loki is. Like, Thor's I know brother, who they are, but I don't know his story. As in,
1: your picks were low-key bad, all right? They were were high-key bad. They were just bad, (laughs) all right? As they said in The Dark Knight, Lindsay... You either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. That's where you I'm at. You've seen yourself become the villain. I have it?
0: become the villain. Some men just want to watch the
2: world burn.
1: <laughs> Ramon wants us to do a villain draft Let's now. Let's do I it. That one that. I might actually people be better at. will
0: <laughs> <laughs> just select, I'll take Superman uh, as the first pick because I'm picking anti-villain villains. Uh, I can yes. make the argument that some of your superheroes are villains. He's, I'm just saying. He <laughs> alien. He. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. That's enough. That's enough. We got to leave. We got to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, please vote for Lindsay on the uh, Twitter poll. That's going to be posted on our Twitter page at phnx underscore sons because Lord knows she's going to need all the help that she can get. She's
1: got a third person in this situation.
0: Um, just just do it. Just, just do it.
2: This is her Joker origin story right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you as always. Thanks for joining us in the chat. If you're listening to this on an audio um, platform, be sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. If you're in the chat, hit that thumbs up button before you leave. Any final thoughts or words, gentlemen?
1: No, you've left me
2: speechless. I'm scared of her
1: now. You're
0: welcome. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at az. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Bourget, And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Aspo, take us home. Remember, the only true villain is Robert Ory. Ahoy, <laughs> hoy.